welcome to the latest podcast from Food Navigator. I'm Gavin Kermack. Curvy cucumbers, ugly onions, misshapen melons. Not every piece of fruit and veg looks as good as it tastes. And now it doesn't have to, with the end of EC legislation regulating the size and shape of everyday grocery items. I caught up with Michael Mann, spokesperson for Agriculture and Rural Development at the EC, to get to the core of the issue. Now, Michael, these regulations have been in place for some time now. What was the catalyst for the Commission's decision to rethink its position on fruit and veg? Well, I mean, the current Agriculture Commissioner, Marianne Fisherbowl, didn't think it was necessary to have these rules. Basically, we did a reform of the uh, common market organisation, in other words, the way we support our fruit and vegetable growers last summer. And at that time, she made a pledge that she would do her utmost to try and get rid of these standards. For a number of reasons, firstly, we just don't think this is the sort of thing that should be regulated at European level. We think they've outlived their useful lives. Um, And, you know, in this day and age of high food prices, I think it makes absolutely no sense that uh, supermarkets are throwing perfectly good food away because it doesn't look right. So there are a number of reasons behind this. It's also, of course, part of the European Commission's ongoing drive to cut down on unnecessary bureaucracy. We've pledged by 2012 to reduce the level of unnecessary red tape by 25%, and this is a very good example of that. Final point, perhaps, uh, we were a little bit sick of reading silly stories in the tabloids about balmy Brussels bureaucrats. And what kind of effect will this have on trade within the EU? Well, we don't think it'll have a a huge effect, to be honest. I mean, there will be much less European regulation, but of course there are already international standards for fruit and vegetables. Um, And, you know, even though we've had these rules for 20 years, a number of private standards have also grown up in in supermarket chains and and within the trade. So um, I don't think it'll make an enormous amount of difference. We won't actually have any disruption of the way the single market works. That's absolutely out of the question. We will still have good trading possibilities within the European market. But the most important thing, I think, is less European regulation and perhaps most importantly of all the fact that in future consumers will have a wider choice of foods in the shops they won't only have to buy the the good looking apples they can buy ugly ones as well so there'll be a wider choice a wider range of price perhaps for the consumer um, so I think also good news for the farmer there'll be less wastage and can you explain why there are different rules for different items well we Uh, decided to repeal 26 uh, regulations, in other words, for 26 types of fruit and vegetables, the standards will no longer exist at European level. That includes the famous bendy cucumber. Uh, For 10, including apples and strawberries and pears, uh, we decided to keep the rules in place. It was really uh, political pragmatism on our part. I think in the ideal world, we would have got rid of everything. Uh, We, however, despite the fact that the member states of the European Union are always criticizing us for being too bureaucratic, when it came to making these proposals, we faced an awful lot of uh, opposition from our member states. So we had to find uh, a combination and a, and a compromise that would allow the thing to go through. Um, but the end effect of it all, it doesn't really make any difference, because even for the ones where marketing standards at European level will remain, for example, apples, for the first time, supermarkets would be able to sell apples that fall outside of the of the marketing standards. So in, in fact, the actual end effect isn't too different. And why did some member states argue against the regulations? Well, it's not a very helpful answer, to be honest, but I think you'll have to ask them. We really don't understand what their opposition is about. I think there was a concern that private standards would grow up, but we already have private standards. Perhaps some people like regulation and perhaps some people hark back to the fact that uh, 
you know, this was brought in in the first place on a, on the request of the trade. Um, as it as it turned out, I mean, this is actually a Commission regulation within European legislation, which means that uh, we have the competence to uh, to push this thing through. And it would have actually taken a, a large majority of our member states to stop it going through. There was actually a majority of countries against this proposal, but it wasn't a sufficiently large majority to stop us going ahead. And will the Commission be looking again at the legislation of foodstuffs in the future? Well, I mean, we have an ongoing campaign, as I've mentioned already, to to, uh, reduce unnecessary red tape. Um, This is um, also happening, of course, in the agricultural sphere, not only uh, in terms of sort of retail standards like like we're talking about here, but uh, generally across the board, we've just done a a mini review of the common agricultural policy which makes the thing simpler by getting rid of sort of production related payments for farmers and, and doing what we call decoupling where farmers get the payments unrelated to what they produce we've got rid of the requirement to leave land unplanted we've got rid of milk quotas so there's a lot of things going on i can't give you any firm date on when we might do something else in this area specifically although of course the uh, the banana is still regulated. We still have marketing standards for bananas. So who knows, we may turn our attention to that at some stage in the future. There's no plan at the moment, but that would certainly be something we could look at. Uh, I have to say, of course, that it is an urban myth that we uh, uh, regulate the, uh, a degree of curvature of a banana. We don't, in fact, do that. And finally, with regard to Brussels sprouts, are they going to start tasting any better? Well, uh, Living in Brussels and uh, enjoying my Brussels sprouts, I've always thought they were un- unnecessarily slighted, the Brussels sprout. I've, I'm a big fan of Brussels sprouts, so uh, you know, I think they will continue to taste just as delicious as they do today. That was Michael Mann, spokesperson for Agriculture and Rural Development at the EC. So, next time you're shopping and you see an abnormal apricot or a malformed mushroom, don't switch supermarkets. They taste the same and they're here to stay. Thanks for tuning in. For more industry news and pithy insights, visit us at foodnavigator.com.